in the sphere of learning memorization and representing South Africa internationally as well. And uh, uh, mashallah, an excellent role model, exemplary role model for young Hafiz, young Hafiz, none other than Hafiz Ihsan Basri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Hiding Hafiz Ihsan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Absolutely fabulous. Hafiz Ihsan, before we get into you know your international uh, ventures and all of that, we are going to focus a little bit on uh, who Ihsan is mm. and what brought you, what led you to where Quran is today. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Inshallah, the biography won't be long because I'm only 16 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Alhamdulillah, on the 7th of January, 2003, my parents, Abdul Latif and Faldila Basarin, was blessed with the first son, but the final child, me. Alhamdulillah. At this time, my parents, uh, they resided in Bayview, Stranfontein. Mm-hmm. I, however, can't recall any memories from this time, or by, uh, as by the age of one, we were, we were living in Pelicanites. Right. And this is where I started uh, attending my first madrasa. In Pelican Heights? Yeah. Okay. Under the supervision of my mother's auntie. Okay, mashallah. Her uh, name is Mariam Jacobs. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So she would be your first Mu'allima. madrasa person, mu'allima teacher. Yeah, mu'allima. But this is now in the field of Quranic sciences or other aspects? Uh, only in, only in Quran. Quranic sciences. Uh, surveillance when it came to struggling with my lessons definitely st- stemmed from my first Malima, Mariam Jacobs, uh, even though I never knew it at the time. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, we'd repeat surah lessons whole week until our pronunciation was correct, mm-hmm. and the ability to be patient at such a young age was definitely developed. I, I attended Pelican Park Primary School for two years. Then I attended Douglas Road until grade two, mm-hmm. and from there I attended Tarbia Primary mm-hmm. School. At this point, I was in grade four, uh, top of the class. Alhamdulillah, Mashallah. not again in the world. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Alhamdulillah, excellent. Then at the age of at the age of nine, my father realized that uh, whatever his titles was like playing in the house and stuff like that I was I was like memorizing it automatically mm-hmm. um, this was when my so my daddy decided that he will sit with me with the 30th Jujuja Amma 
mm-hmm. just to see how how like how I will do in that then maybe put me in right. high school or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Alhamdulillah midway through my grade four year mm-hmm. I completed just Amma. Right. And my dad realized that I would prosper in half his school inshallah. At the end of grade four. Yeah. Okay. So you were around or midway, midway through. through. Yeah, so, so you're around eight, eight to nine years at that time. Nine years old. Nine yeah. years old. Mashallah. I then started at Alamin Hafiz Institute after that year, mm-hmm. after my grade four, four year. I then started Alamin Hafiz Institute with Sheikh Ali Davids as my principal and Sheikh Yasser Friedrichs as my teacher. Mashallah. It was by far not the easiest thing I've done at the age of 10. It was a lot, but Alhamdulillah for my family, immediate and distant. At school and at home and at Sheikh Yasser's home, I completed the Quran in 2015. Mashallah. But in the process of completing my half journey, I entered the annual town center competition mm-hmm. in 2013. And I came second, Alhamdulillah. And then I was going to get to the part of the... Mm. The international International ones Okay, khair inshallah Before we get to the international components and the competitions So you'd say uh, Upper Maryam Jacobs would have been your first Quranic teacher in essence No Okay So what is it like at home? What is like in the Basadin home? Is it uh, Quran playing the entire day? Is that the type of environment that's created? Because you mentioned that your father would be the one to encourage and motivate and see some goodness in you from a young age yeah at that time my my dad since small apparently he's, he's in love with uh, abdul abdul basit and um he always used to play abdul basit and abdul rahman sadin mm-hmm. and all that so then i always used to listen to it mm-hmm. and then i would probably like I would joke around and try to imitate it, and but he actually saw that I could do it, like not 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 reading like them, but mm. the Quran. Mm-hmm. I could memorize what they what they were reading without even looking in the Quran. Subhanallah, right. So so you would just listen to it playing, yes, like so Sheikh Abdul Basit, Sheikh Abdul Rahman Saadin, and, no. and and people like that. Yeah. Okay, mashallah. So, from moving to Pelican Heights, who was your teacher in that phase and time? That was Mariam Jacobs. Still, well. still yes, Mariam Jacobs. Jacobs. Okay, mashallah. Do Do you have any fond memories about being with her and in her company and things like that? <laughs> Not really. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, understandably so, mashallah. I mean, you know, we all try and bring about some memory that we would have of some of our first teachers of Qur'an and, you know, Qur'anic sciences, whether it's Hifz, whether it's Madrasa, and it's always fun knowing. I think, in my instance, probably the hiding would be the most fondest memory (laughs) from everything. No. (laughs) But uh, over and above that, I think uh, we don't remember more than that, but we remember we just progressed and we just passed, uh, we just passed over that particular area. Well, um, be that as it may, inshallah, it is indeed, uh, it is indeed... uh, Recites of Quran. We are going to head back to the marketplace. We'll resume shortly in a jiffy. Keep it locked to 91.3 FM. 
Welcome back, respected listeners. My name is Muhammad Sheikh. With me this evening, Hafid Ihsan Basadin, 16 years of age, mashallah, um, bringing the Quran, completing the Quran in 2000, uh, 2013, was it? 2000, 2015. 2015, alhamdulillah. And being on a spree, you know, representing South Africa internationally, locally, etc. Um, we're going to get into those in a moment, inshallah, but we're just dissecting this journey. So, after you completed grade or midway through grade four, did you complete school and things thereafter subsequently or you left completely? I left completely. From grade four onwards? From grade four onwards, yes. Okay, mashallah. So, grade four onwards, that's when you decided, okay, Quran is your pathway. No. Alhamdulillah, that's nice. So, you know, in, in that time frame, you mentioned uh, Sheikh Yasir Fedricks and Sheikh Ali Davids yeah. in, in that institute. So one day your father just pulled you by the ears and, you know, Sheikh Ali Davids, there's my <laughs> boy, let's teach him. How did that conversation go down? Um, how do I... Uh, my dad, uh, he, he actually called me first. He, he asked me if I want to do it. If I want to go learn mm. by. And then I told him no problem because I could see that uh, the bond, even the bond between me and my father was just with the Quran being there and with me memorizing only Jews Amma. Mm -hmm. I could see that the bond with my father was even more, even more closer mm -hmm. just because of that. So I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. And then I went and then my daddy my dad put me in December holidays because mm -hmm. normally now half his school don't close Start now. Yeah. In December holidays, uh, right. <laughs> so, so he put me in there just to see how it is and stuff like that. Like a trial run, just yeah. to see if you would settle in yeah. and things like that, right. Alhamdulillah, so he put me, so my dad, I don't know, my dad spoke to, at that age I was really young, so mm -hmm. I won't be able to know what they spoke about in the meetings and stuff like <laughs> right. that. But, yeah, so Sheikh Ali put me in Sheikh Yasser's class. Okay, mashallah. No. So you kind of accustomed and, you know, made yourself comfortable in that no. environment. No. Mashallah, lovely. Um, so what was your typical day like? Seeing that it's a full-time program, how would you describe your day starting from the morning? It's just exciting. Eat, shower, <laughs> recite <laughs> the whole day. That's all. Was there a particular way that uh, Sheikh Yasir would teach you Quran? Not, not, not really. Mm. Like um, he would, like he will, he will read your lesson for you before you leave the day for to go learn. Now when you go home, mm -hmm. when the day is finished, then he will read your lesson for you inside reading, and maybe that will help you. But that did help me a lot. Mm -hmm. Because he would mark mahunas for me, he will mark everything so that everything is proper. I'm not mm -hmm. just bringing my sabak because I want to get done, right, but right. I'm bringing my sabak properly and with all the tajweed rules and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that that's actually what helped me. And he always told me that you should read loud, slow, and clear. Mm. Always. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So that was his main advice. Besides that, was there any particular advices that he shared with you whilst you were learning Quran or was at least studying by him? Like from to for myself. yourself. Mm -hmm. 
not really. Okay, so the whole the day, the business of the day was just Quran. You come, you recite, and you move, yeah. and you, and you do your normal, you know, um, day-to-day functions other than Quran. Was it difficult, you know, leaving school when other people were progressing to grade five, and were going on with their school? Did you did you have any regrets, or did you feel that, um, you know, it was a bad thing or a sad thing at that point in time? Not. Uh, not when I started Okay Like maybe Like all the way through Maybe I had my Doubts and stuff like that mm-hmm. Why did I Come into this And stuff like that But Alhamdulillah That blew over It's not Not initially But not later in, on yeah. As you As you continue no. With the Quran But at the start It was It was really nice Especially right. having Shagasar as a teacher I mean I finished the surah In part one And part two I think I finished In two weeks mm-hmm. And then Went straight into the Quran and just started memorizing. Alhamdulillah, my first year I finished about 18 Jews. MashaAllah. No. With your sabak, your sabak door and no. everything the whole day. No. MashaAllah, excellent. 18 Jews and still maintaining the back work and still no. trying to keep everything up Have to date. To the back work is very important about Alameen. Mm, <laughs> alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Okay, so Alhamdulillah, that's, that's, that's good to know and good to know that you, know, you were progressing well. So you didn't have any issues with... Um, Memorizing. Did you have any challenges though whilst learning the Quran? Quite a lot. <laughs> what would some of those be? Uh, mostly, it's mostly the the sacrifices that you have to make. Mm. Like uh, maybe you have friends playing outside, going out. You have to sit at home. You have to read your Quran and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's mostly the sacrifices that that is the challenge. Mm. Like you actually want to be the Right, you want to be playing, you want to be with your but friends. But you can't because you have to learn, learn listen for the next day. Absolutely. Did, mm. did you have any challenges uh, in t- or rather distractions whilst learning Quran? Something that would stop you, uh, you know? <laughs> um, Across in general, you know, something that would push you a little bit off the side and then bring you... Bring you back on track later on. You said, "Oh no, I can't do this anymore. I can't be that way anymore." Oh, um, that is that is a phone. Okay, a cell phone. No. Do you think that it's not a good idea to have whilst you learning? Whilst you're learning Quran, yes. So how, how did you how did you avoid it or how did you push it aside? Alhamdulillah, I had my parents say that <laughs> that could draw me away from that. <laughs> okay, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. So no phone so in that uh, one or two years that you <laughs> no, nothing. Alhamdulillah, it was just you and Quran. No. And what about other things like video games and you know things that other youngsters are commonly Look, familiar? Vi- video games, everything. I don't think a phone is even a distraction. I mean, if you could, if you have, if you have that dedication towards your Quran, if you can put time out for your Quran and you can put time out for something else that you like to do, mm. I mean, it's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Correct. There's right. nothing wrong with that. You can. Mm. But the only thing is, if you're making that, that thing that you desire, if you're making it, if you're spending more time with it, if you're spending more time with that than your Quran, then you're making it, then. I think that's wrong. Mm. So you think striking the balance? Yeah, just 50/50. keep the balance. Yeah. I think it's very difficult, 
you know if, it's, if somebody it's really it's really difficult <laughs> Wallahi, it's really difficult you know it's not easy to tr- strike no, that balance it's really really difficult uh, a lot of times you get carried away and when you really don't no. list to sit and uh, go through your sabakh or your no. <laughs> sabakh juice or something then you know you look forward to just distract getting distracted and you try and push no. in the morning for your sabakh i mean it can can get a little bit challenging doesn't it no, it does yeah no I, i i can i can totally relate with you and i can <laughs> totally understand that these are some of the challenges that come with hmm. you know learning quran etc well be that as it may inshallah we are um going away we are going to head away to the marketplace and we'll resume shortly thereafter keep it locked to 91.3 fm Welcome back respected listeners 91.3 FM it is my name is Muhammad Sheikh with me this evening is Hafiz Ihsan Basuddin and talking about his journey through Quran um do you have any favorite or any particular surah of the Quran that you like more than others um i like surah qiyamah mm-hmm. i like surah fulqan mm-hmm. uh Surah Furqan Yeah That's about it Just and, two And uh, Surah Maryam And Surah Taha mm. Those are good All in the 16th Yeah 16th <laughs> Lovely Lovely um, You know Ayats and, and things to ponder about Why Any particular reason why Or any particular Is it because the ayats flow very nicely Or What exactly would it be Yes um it's uh, the 16 juice especially it's very at rhymes with mm. everything like all the ayas rhyme with each other right so that's what i like mostly about it and surah furqan everything just everything just flows Um, everything just flows in Surah Furqan. Mm. And Surah Qiyamah I like mostly because of the meaning. Right. Um. Alhamdulillah. I think no, that's 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 lovely. That's yeah. uh, you know to keep at the back of our minds. And I mean Surah Surah Qiyamah has its uh, it talks about a lot of things. A very short yeah. surah, but a very comprehensive surah. Yeah, really. Speaks about the living, the after, yeah. the afterlife, etc. So I think it's um, you know it's 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 a lovely surah to be part of. Mm. Mashallah, tabarakallah. Okay, and uh, did you have any challenges memorizing any of the surahs? To be honest, no. That that's why I like it so much because it just it just came into my head like mm. I know, like just like water flowing. Yeah, just flowing. Alhamdulillah, that's lovely. Were there times where you felt like? You know what? I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, like like I said, not at the start, but like not in the middle. So like maybe close to the end. Mm. Those little shaitan bells sitting no. on the corner and ta- <laughs> tapping onto your shoulders. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's always there. Mm. But I think at the last thing, he's like. It's like everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because, yeah, I just, I know, man. Mm. They give you this waswasa and these thoughts that you can't do it, or you're not going to be able to do it, or no. things like that. 
Okay, I mean, fairly understandably, so I think he tackles on everybody. So let's go through some of your um, international international representations. The first one was when? The first one is when I entered here for in the DQA for Jobu's competition. Mm-hmm. The preliminaries was here. And then, alhamdulillah, I came first in the pre- preliminaries for the five juice. Then I went through to Joburg mm-hmm. and then Alhamdulillah also came first day mm-hmm. and then they sent me to Mecca because mm-hmm. there's another competition there apparently the I think the prize is if you if you win in Joburg then they send you, send you for the competition in Mecca mm-hmm. so they sent us to Mecca and then there was another pre- preliminaries over there in Mecca um, and I went through the preliminaries, alhamdulillah, and then then I went to read in the haram, Mashallah. alhamdulillah. It was very nice. Mm. Beautiful <laughs> experience. No. Alhamdulillah. And then I came first, yeah, alhamdulillah. Mashallah, tabarakallah. Excellent. Representing South Africa, you know, in such, a, such an international feat, I think it can only bring honor and respect and uh, you know a token of feeling pride for South African Muslim citizens as well as your parents your teachers as well you know very what was what was the um, what was the best part of the experience and journey to Mecca to me mm-hmm. I would say just being there just being there just being there by the had you had, had you been on Umrah before that no Never been for Umrah before, so it, it was, was your first, first time. First one, it's first time, yeah. So just being there, it was. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it actually. Mm. It was very nice, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, no, lovely. I think it's um, it's a lifetime experience, life changing experience. Mm. When I was there, I didn't even, I wasn't worried about the competition. All I wanted to to do was go to the Kaaba and. Mm-hmm. And just enjoy the experience. Just enjoy it. Alhamdulillah. Did you manage to meet a lot of other people from other alhamdulillah, countries? Alhamdulillah, I I met today. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah, tabarakallah. Yeah, he, he, there was like a program kind of thing for the competition people. So mm-hmm. he came to greet everyone. Alhamdulillah. And all that, yeah. So it's that I type of privilege, or that type of. Uh, Rubbing shoulders with the imma, the imams of the haram and no. things like that. No. Excellent, mashallah. I think that's a good experience in general to have and to be part of, and yeah. you know to ensure that um, you know the Quran, Quran stays there, and and just being in the precinct, just being in the haram itself. You know that's a that's on its own a, an entirely different yeah. uh, setup, an entirely different story. But be that as it may, mashallah. So you know, um, being that environment, did you learn anything per se? Were there any lessons taught to you, or things that you, you fondly will take away from that experience? There was there was programs that they had, uh, like nasheeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't that time. I wasn't. I didn't even know about nasheeds. Mm-hmm. I just knew Quran. Mm-hmm. That's all I. That's all I thought about. Heard about, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one program, I just heard uh, 
the snashids and stuff like that. And I was like, this is this is actually nice. Because mm-hmm. I never heard it before. I heard, but I probably heard it before, but I never took note of it. Mm. But I was just there listening to it and everything, and I was like, it's actually nice. Mm. And that is, that is zikr. It's like considered a zikr. Right. So, yeah, that was... A, and it was nice to experience it in the Haram. No. So... Lovely, uh, mashallah. Who are some of your favorite reciters? Hmm. I like uh, Mishari. Mm-hmm. Would, he, would, would he stand as number one? Uh, yeah. Mishari and Rashid. No. And uh, Bandar. Sheikh Bandar Balida. No. Mm-hmm. And Mahir Maqli. Okay, mashallah. And nobody else out of the Arabian or Middle or Saudi Arabian? Oh, nice, alhamdulillah. Oh, nice. It's just to me that three is stands on. Okay, from within the Egyptian world or on the other side? Egyptian. Tartil or Qiraat? Both, both. Mahmoud Shahad, Egypt. And uh, I like Hindawi. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that other guy's name? Hindawi and. This guy with the handsman. <laughs> uh, what's his name now again? He is like uh, he is like Galwash. Sheikh Mahmoud Galwash. He is like him. Well, or imitates him at least. Yeah. So somebody in the newer, newer generation. So Harak, Harak, Harak. Ah, yeah. Sheikh Harak, Nasir Harak. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Alhamdulillah. He's he's also an expert in his own field in yeah. Quranic sciences, in maqamat and things like that. But uh, wonderful, Mashallah. So you have those as your favorite list of of qaris to meet. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. And then you had an opportunity of um, representing South Africa recently. No, that was for the Moroccan competition. Alhamdulillah, how did that go? It was, it was very nice and it was, it was very tough. Mm. So was this for recitation, for hifz or for what exactly? No, for hifz. Right. Uh, with, yeah. uh, with tafsir or without tafsir? You had, uh, I think you, you get a, a category with full Quran, without tafsir and full Quran with tafsir. Okay, mashallah. No. Alhamdulillah, and that uh, there was a different experience altogether. No, I'm very different. <laughs> mm. The reciters, I mean, the people, I mean, it was to me it was more tougher than the Maka competition. Mm. No, I mean, <laughs> South Africa is blessed. Allah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, we are blessed indeed. Mm-hmm. But you look at people from other countries are equally blessed, if not more. You know, and their rigorous training and, and all of that yeah. also comes. But as an experience in Morocco itself? Um, the, the programs and stuff is is very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't say the... Yeah, it's mostly the programs that they give and stuff like that. And where they take you, the sightseeing... Mm-hmm. That was that was very nice. 
I mean, Morocco is like a, the area that we went to is like a, it's like an old place. It's, it looks like old, like old Morocco. Yeah, like like that. Mm, um, so the sightseeing was very nice and um, programs and stuff. Okay, alhamdulillah. Uh, Hafiz Ihsan Basadin recently returned from Morocco, mashallah, faring well in the international hifs and uh, competition there. But uh, be that as it may, alhamdulillah, if let's say you were to, or, or rather, what's your plans at the moment? Are you thinking of furthering your studies in Quran, studying Islamic studies in the future? Where, where are you headed at this point in time? Uh, after I finish my, after I made lunja. Uh, I made Lanja in 2016. Mm-hmm. No. So I I went to Mona Salim Gaibi School. Mm-hmm. I'm studying there right now at okay, the moment. Mashallah, what no. are you studying? The Tin Kirat. Alhamdulillah, you started already. No. This is my third year. Inshallah, next year will be my final year. Final year, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, you're studying under Mona Salim directly? No. Okay. Uh, God teaches the uh, Sheikh Riyad Obrey, uh, Sheikh Abdullah Peterson, and Sheikh Ibrahim Daris. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not just—it's not just about Qur'an. Uh, we mostly—it's mostly about the Qur'an, but we're doing other subjects like Tafsir, Arabic, uh, like the grammar and stuff like that. Tafsir. Mm-hmm. Um, and now obviously the Qur'an. Mashallah, excellent. I think that's uh, a good good plan to have in mind. So you have some understanding of what you're reciting, and you have some um, <coughs> insight into the Quranic modes no. and modalities. So, in do you find it enjoyable? It's a whole different ball game to just memorizing and making lanja, right? So no. whole world <laughs> <No>. altogether. <laughs> I thought, I thought we now into that school. I thought that. I'm just gonna go there and I'm going to read whatever, mm. like the changes and stuff, changes in the Quran and stuff like that. And I came there the first day and they gave me this Arabic book and I was like, they gave me that scales and stuff like that, like mm. fa'la, fa'la, fa'lu. And I was like, what is happening over here? Like, mm. <laughs> what are they giving me? I thought I'm going to read and stuff like that. Right. But as I went on, so I understood, like, you need, like, most of the books that they give you about the Qur'an is mostly in Arabic. So, like, the Budur, the Jam, mm-hmm. you need, it's in Arabic, so you, you need to, you don't need to learn Arabic the whole, like, you don't need to be fluent in it, mm-hmm. but at least you, you can understand what you need to read and what you can't read and stuff like that. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's very important to keep at the back of our minds and hearts and things like that. Mm. You know, to it's it's one thing to know and to learn Arabic or to learn the Quran and the different changes, but I mean, to understand Quran and to apply that mm. understanding and to read in that is a very different feel altogether, mm. right? Mm. Alhamdulillah. Well, mm. What do you enjoy most about that part? Uh, what do you mean? Uh? In terms of the Quranic changes and the different kutubs that are used to teach and things like that, as opposed to just hifs. What you know, do I enjoy about it? About it, yeah. Is there any spe- specific 
um, component of the qiraat that you're learning that you like any particular book per se? Uh, I like I like the books with the like the Muqaddimah Jazaliyah mm-hmm. I like to learn the poems because it actually reminds me of learning Sabak mm. <laughs> I used to learn Sabak so yeah I like that, that's mostly that's a Tajweed book and yeah I like I like to learn the books with the poems and stuff like that right right Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. if you had to advise somebody that wants to learn Quran or start learning Quran you know from from now onwards what would your advice be to that person how would you go advising them and counseling them and things like that uh, i would can i just get there a moment <laughs> can you just repeat the question so h- how would you if somebody wants to start learning Quran tomorrow, let's mm. say somebody that's 10 years or 11 years old, or 15 years old, but they never had an upbringing like you did. Mm. Quran, Abdul Basit, wasn't played in the home. Mm. And now they want to decide that tomorrow I want to learn Quran. They Where themselves. Is the, they themselves. Where is the starting point? How, how should they go about doing it? I mean, if they, if they want to do it, then you just... If you give him over to the right teacher, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing, nothing can go wrong. If you give him to the right teacher and that teacher does the right stuff with him, I mean, mm-hmm. if he wants to do it, then I don't see any problem in that. Wonderful. No. Mm-hmm. How, how do you choose the right teacher? Ah. <laughs> uh. It's a tough question because no. a lot of time you're not sure and you're not... How do you just be like, okay, I think he looks alright, let me go. Or I think he's famous, so maybe I should go by him. I mean, nowadays, I think that to know what teacher is right, you actually need to... I think you actually need to for him to sit with him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Just see what, if nothing, I mean, if if it's not the right teacher, then his work is going to stand still. Mm. If it's the right teacher, then his work is going to go on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, That's unless he's, unless he's not doing his work properly or something like that, but, mm-hmm. yeah. I suppose that, that that's that's one, one way of looking at it also, but I mean, it's important to you know, choose someone that you can be comfortable with no, and that you can talk to and you can relate to. That's why I say you, sh- you, should, you should be with a teacher first to mm. check how he is and what like he does. Like a trial run, no. basically, to no. see if you're fitting in <laughs> no. and you're gelling well and, you know, no. th- things are actually working in your, in your favor, in your best interests no. and not someone that will... Um, but, I mean, obviously, a person has to play their part too. Right, no, definitely. You can't expect the teacher to do everything <laughs> and and all of that, mashallah. So after qira'ah, what what would your plans be for later? Are you planning to go against in the circular stream again at some point, or right now at the moment, I I don't know. Um, I'm thinking of maybe going. 
overseas to go study overseas inshallah in studying the quran faculty inshallah mm-hmm. um i was thinking maybe uh, medina mm-hmm. maybe egypt or i don't know what's that other places now no. yeah but me and my daddy was we were talking about it mm-hmm. and i actually i can't make up my mind i, I don't know what I don't know what to do, inshallah. Allah will guide me, inshallah. I mean, I mean, I mean, going overseas and experiencing the culture and all of that in that particular area is quite. No. It's a lovely, lovely ambition to be and lovely ambition to be part of, right? Um, and I think it's important to be guided and to ask Allah to to to. Uh, guide our hearts to what's best for us oh. and our our futures. But be that as it may, inshallah, we we are closing down. But we are going to head to the marketplace, and when we come back, we're going to be listening to a recital of Hafiz Ihsan Basadin for the next eight minutes or so, inshallah. So stay tuned to ninety one point three FM. <coughs> Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FM, it is. My name is Muhammad Sheikh. And yes, with me this evening is Hafid Ihsan Basadeen. And inshallah, in this final segment of ours, he'll be reciting for us from uh, any part or any portion of the Quran, whichever manner, capacity, or a mode of recital he wishes for the next eight minutes or so, inshallah, until we close the program. So do stay tuned to 91.3 FM. <laughs> بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون يا ايها الذين امنوا استعينوا بالصبر والصلاه ان الله مع الصابرين ولا تقولوا لمن يقتل في سبيل الله اموات بل احياء ولكن لا تشعرون ولنبلونكم بشيء من الخوف والجوع ونقص من الاموال والانفس والثمرات وبشر الصابرين الذين اذا اصابتهم مصيبه قالوا قالوا انا لله وانا اليه راجعون اولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمه واولئك هم المهتدون 
Yes, the voice of Hafid Ihsan Basadin. May Allah bless you. May Allah reward you. May Allah guide you, inshallah, with goodness, with Ihsan, and with the ability to prosper, inshallah. Uh, is there any closing comments that you have, a shout out that you'd like to send out to anybody or whoever's listening on Radio Voice of the Cape? I would just like to say Assalamu alaikum to my family <laughs> And yeah Just my family, my whole family inshallah And all my friends MashaAllah, that's they? lovely, that's lovely, yeah. that's lovely Yes, and I hope they're listening to you And Hafiz uh, Ihsan, we wish you all the best inshallah And uh, may Allah bless you, guide you, protect Amen. you And grant you many more goodness Amen. in the field of Qur'an Make an ambassador for Qur'an for Amen. the rest of the globe inshallah uh, Do take care of yourself And inshallah, we look forward to having you again InshaAllah Barakallahu feekum. On that note, inshallah, from myself, Muhammad Sheikh, we have to leave you there this evening with Hafiz Ihsan Basadin uh, reciting to us very beautifully from the Quran. And uh, we are going to be taking leave, inshallah. Until the next time, I'm blessed to be in your company. Do keep well, keep safe, keep steadfast on the infiamalillah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.